everyone, uh, this is Samwise J. Morgenstern, also known as Yano Challenge, and welcome to the Long Walls Podcast. Hi. This is my co-host and wonderful friend, Robin. Hi. And, well, we're here to talk about the Long Walls. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to be a very happy story. <laughs> no. Well, unless you're Genghis. Well, until you get to the part where Genghis dies and leaves his empire to his kid, but... No. That's no. spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Probably should have put that up. Oh, wait. It's 800 years of history. Just read the books already. Yeah, just read the book. <laughs> hey, this is, this is going to be one hour of us telling you to read a book. <laughs> well, I mean, I specifically, I've got a one recommendation. Hmm. And that recommendation would be uh, Genghis uh, Khan, Life, Death, and Resurrection by John Mann. Love yeah. this book. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, spiritually, not physically. Oh. Otherwise, we'd have another bubonic plague. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, you can kind of sort of blame Genghis for the first one. <laughs> Gosh darn it. That's a later podcast. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> well, we do have enough time to unpack Genesis Life Story, so let's get to that part. Ooh, life Story! Um, please note, this is not going to be PG-13. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, it, yeah. And by that, we mean, yeah, hide your kids, <laughs> hide your wife. Unless she likes this kind of stuff, then totally bring out your wife. <laughs> Hello, wife. So, let's get started. So, the story starts in about 1161 when a wee little baby is born in Mongolia. This kid is named Temujin. And, well... Temujin has an interesting family, let's put it that way. His, His father is Yasuge, he's an important Mongol chieftain, that he's basically the Khan. And, and he's basically like the leader of this big shot Mongol confederacy. Well, semi-big shot. It has seen better days. That's not the truth. Uh, yeah, that's putting it mildly. So basically, like, the things like the confederacy known as the Kamag Mongol confederacy kind of had a terrible choice of friends. The terrible choice of friends happened to be the Jin Empire of northern China. The Jin Empire in northern China was friends with it, allowed the Mongols to be number one on the steps for a little while, and then realized that the Mongols were number one on the steps. <laughs> and they're like, we can't have that. They're going to make an empire and, you know, sack our cities. Which is the biggest thing Get it? Get it? Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, we're, we're pushing a lot of Mongols down the steps this time. What happened here? Um... We made friends with the Tartars and told the Tartars to attack the Mongols and take some land and kill some people. Tartar sauce. Oh, we're spilling a lot of Tartar sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the Tartars um, <clears throat> basically take the number one spot. And, well, let's just say that Jin are only semi-happy with that. Because they don't like people being number one spot. That's going to be a problem that's going to kick back later. Yeah, figure. So, anyway, so, so, yeah, so Yasuke is raising his kid, and, well, the rest of his family is also kind of unusual. 
Well, I mean, like it's typical, I mean, typical for Mongolia, but unusual for just about everyone else, because Yasuge, as a Mongol chieftain, has multiple wives. Um, Temujin's mother was actually kidnapped by Yasuge on a raid. So, they had a couple kids together, and also there are like a couple other wives, they had their own kids. I want multiple. That sounds like way too many in-laws. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind. I'll just stick with one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, but eventually, Yasuge is along the lines of, um, well, my kid's nine, and that's perfectly marriageable age, so I need, I need to find my kid a wife. Don't worry, I'm not stealing one for you like her mom. So, Yasuge decides to actually make some deals with his father-in-law, who happens to be the chief of the Kangirats, and he happens to have a very marketable, like, daughter or granddaughter. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. So, which wife's father? Um, this is... Temujin's mom's family, the same so, people that he robbed, the same people that robbed Temujin's mom from. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is this family stuff is only gonna get worse for me. <laughs> okay, wait, never mind, never mind. <laughs> let's let's not open that can of worms. <laughs> oh yeah. So he talks over with his father-in-law and. They get an idea that well. There's this nice girl, um, she's about the same age as Genghis, um, we'll slap them together about three years, but in the meantime, um, Temujin, you're staying with your mom's family to work for about the next three years? At least that's the setup that, uh, Yasuge is going to be <clears throat> trying to get out on. And Yasuge leaves Temujin with his mom's family and starts riding back home. Let's just say he doesn't get back. What happened there? On um, the Tartars, yes, those same guys that wrecked, his, <laughs> that wrecked the Mongols ages ago, invited him over for dinner, and they poisoned him. Tartar sauce. <laughs> oh, they. <laughs> and. Well, Genghis and Temujin is like, well, let's. Um, I'm in charge now because I'm my father's son, and, um, let's not leave this confederation in a state of conflict. But our, but all the Mongols are like, but you're nine. That's not a resume. That just means you're a nine-year-old kid that could use a little bit of governing experience yeah, before you even think about it. No, like, if someone was like, hey, nine-year-old Robin, maybe you should go, uh, run the, uh, Mongolian peoples of... Yeah. I'd be like, huh, maybe that's a not great idea. Because I'm nine. <laughs> well, anyway, so Demogen offers refuse, needless to say, and everybody and Demogen's family is left out to die in the wilderness by the Mongols. Yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah. So the so they live out for a couple years. And, no, one of the things is, like, Temujin is not the oldest child in the family. That title actually goes to his half-brother, Vector, 
And Bester's kind of a jerk. Like, when I mean jerk, I mean, like, he's gonna take uh, Temujin's inheritance, try to take Temujin's hunting kills, and eventually he's going to try to have a shot at Porte Genghis's future wife. So, you know, classic, uh... Classic Mongol stuff. Well, I mean, and there's sibling there's rivalries. Like sibling, big step-sibling rivalries, yeah. So, yeah. That's not great for Temujin. So he gets together with one of his other half-brothers, Hazar, and their plan is basically, let's kill Bector. So they go out on a hunting trip, and they shoot him a couple times with a bunch of arrows. And basically, that's the end of it. And Demujin's basically taking over his family leader now. He's been he's been living out in the wilderness for the past ten years ish, and things are going well. Well, not entirely. He saw his raid for food, which is where he actually gets kidnapped. Oh, well, technically captured on a food raid, but you get the details, right? Yeah, whatever. And yeah, the tribe that he's stolen. yeah, and the tribe that is. Kidnapped by is the Taiyuchids, who basically put him in the Mongol equivalent of the padlocks, and they and they're gonna hold him for ransom or kill him, kind of pick your pick. But the guard is like, "This kid's not even twenty. That's kind of not nice." And Jengus is like, "Hey, um, I'm planning on becoming Khan later. Want a job?" Yeah, um, what do I need to get, uh, do to get that job? Break me out and wait a few years. <laughs> the guard is like, sign me up. <laughs> the guard breaks it out. And, 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 Jengus, and Jengus runs back home. And, well, he's like, yeah, that's great. So I did that. I got famous for it. Also, um... I'm gonna chat with one of my buddies for a little while, and this buddy happens to be his blood brother, Jamuka. Jamuka's been his best friend for years, and, well, yeah, they're just great friends and everything. Normal friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're another family that was kind of abandoned. Yeah, um, that's Yeah, it's one of those days. Although, um, <laughs> Jamuka's a, a little bit higher birth than Genghis, so he's a little bit richer, lives a little better, but it's nothing too serious. Yeah. And in the meantime, well, Jeng and Temujin's like, well, I'm of age, and I'm getting power back. Hey, um, Mother's family? Yeah, can I have my wife? Yeah, actually, she's been waiting for a while, Slowpoke. Well, I mean, like, he's 20. You were supposed to be married at 12. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I was Yeah, so they, get mar so they get married, and and, Temuj and Temujin decides to send up another offer. And this time it's to the Carolites, who are a... Another uh, who are another clan, and they're led by uh, Togro Khan. And why Togro Khan? Well, Togro and um, Nesuge, Genghis uh, Temujin's dad, were really good friends way back in the day. They were fighting wars alongside each other, and they were just getting along really well. And the offer still stands from uh, Temujin's death. So, 
Temujin sends over <laughs> sends over a little bit of stuff that basically says, "Hey, um, can I be under your protection because I'm a new chieftain? I'm trying to just like set things up, nothing too serious." Yeah, that's great. I'm also the most powerful chieftain in Mongolia, so I'll guarantee that. Oh, wait, what happened to the Tartars? Uh, the Jinns are back. I uh, stopped backing them up ages ago. Oh. Wow. Yeah, because they became number one, and that wasn't exactly a great thing for the Jin. So they started switching friends. Yeah, that happens. So. It's like high school all over again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so the so Demujin uh, is so Demujin sits down with his wife, and things are going normally. But well. Not everything is going normally because there's a marauding Mongol tribe nearby. And that's called the Merkids, and they're. and they actually, um, steal Borte away. So, Temujin's kind of pissed that they ran off with his wife. Yeah. It kind of stinks. But of course, like, Temujin's like, well. If I'm not getting her back, well, no one else can have her, and also, like, she's my wife, what the heck? So, but he's also like, you mess with the wrong Mongol, because I've got a couple friends. He calls up Togro Khan, hey, um, somebody just kidnapped my wife, it's the Merkits. Oh yeah, those guys, I've been waiting to rain heck on them. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in on this. Um, Jamuka, I need to get my wife back. Um, Jamuka's like, no questions asked, sign me up. <laughs> That's fair. So, so Jamuka shows, shows up at a certain spot with a couple thousand guys to start busting up the Merkits. Because he's actually his own chief, he's, he's actually got his own tribe, he's pretty powerful actually. And... And Togrokan, and but Togrol and and Genghis show up a little late to the party. There's a little bit of argument between Jamukan and Temujin, but overall it goes pretty well. And they march on the Merkits, and the Merkits notice that the Mongols are that uh, Genghis Khan's over there. It's like, oh great, what did we do this time? You just told my wife for starters. So they run, and in the chaos, um, Temujin and his buddies are slaughtering merkits left and right. And then they notice, and then some, and then a woman comes running up to them. Hey, wait a second! Isn't that Borte? Yep. <laughs> so yes, we have a happy reunion, but we also have some complications. Why? Well, the merkits were in nice. They may or may not have raped her. Ah, uh, Jesus. She's also pregnant. Well, she's pregnant. We're not sure who the daddy is. Oh, but Temujin's like, well, I mean, like, we did consummate when we get married, right? And it's been a few months. So, I don't know what happened there. I'll just say he's my kid and we'll, and I'll raise him. It's fine. I don't care. So, that's going to be like uh, Temujin's oldest kid, Joji. So Jochi, so Jochi is going to be growing up with, Jochi is going to be growing up in the new family, and things are going to be fine. And uh, Temujin, for a few weeks after his victory over the Merkits, he's getting a little fame. He's getting a little. He's gaining a couple followers, and 
is also rooming with Jamaka. You'd think this would go well because they've been besties forever. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't go well at all. <laughs> you know, the true fact of life but is that <laughs> you can only stand your best friend for so long. Well, Jamuka is also a bit ambitious, and he wants to be great con over all the Mongols, oh, because that's no. a thing. So, and he's also, and he's also like, well, I'm born of higher rank than you, Temujin, so therefore I deserve better. Oh. Standard nobility, top 1% stuff, yay. Oh. He also, and uh, Jamuka has a lot of noble friends, and, and nobility friends, and they're like, this Temujin kid, he's gaining a lot of power. Yes, he's my bestie, now shut it. Yes, but he has a lot of power. He has a lot of friends. You And he's promoting people that aren't nobles, like, including that one guard that held him captive and then let him go. Like, what is going on here? All right, I'll take care of him sometime. Because, like, because, uh... Genghis actually holds his uh, holds an election because that's how cons come into power. They're elected by mm -hmm. cruel tie, where you basically are like, I declare myself con, and everybody who supports me will show up, and they normally do, and you get elected con, and whoever doesn't show up gets murdered eventually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. So. So it does. So Genghis is declared Khan, sort of. Oh, Temujin's declared Khan, sort of, and everybody. And Jamuka's like, "I'm not gonna play with you as a friend anymore. Um, you're out. And also, I've got a big army. You should probably um run or die." Went back to steal to your uh, boyfriend, so you got a better car. <laughs> The um, <laughs> um, Temujin decides to stand and fight, but Jamuka's got the numbers. So Temujin barely gets out of there with his life. He has very few followers left, and here's the weirdest part. He actually disappears from the historical record for ten straight years. He's basically like, I'm playing hide-and-go-seek away from my former ex-bestie who totally just betrayed me. Well, so Jamuka was not merciful in his victory. Like, I'm serious, like, he took 70 captives from Genghis, uh, from Temujin's army, and actually had them boil alive. Well, that's... not great. <laughs> yeah, some of his, some of Jamuka's friends are like, that was a bit much. Yeah, that's, that's not that great, no. But anyways, Jamuka's in charge, and he's gonna stay in charge for a little while. But in those ten years, um, Temujin's been hiding, but he's also been building up his power, apparently, because the Jin are finally having enough with the Tartars and want them wiped out of existence. Oh. Alright. That's a bit of a hard question to ask. They're kind of big and powerful. Um, the Jin's like, that's where we have our friends. So they make a call to Togru Khan, and they're in and he is down for visiting some destruction on the Tartars. And um, Togo Khan accordingly sends a message to Temujin. And Temujin's like, You're asking me if I want to kill the people who poisoned my dad? Yeah. You'll get a couple bucks. Um, the Chinese offered back for a couple of years. That doesn't sound too bad, right? Actually, it sounds great. I'll take that job. Revenge, on my, uh, revenge for my daddy? Yeah. Sounds about right. So... 
Temujin goes on a bit of a murdering campaign with his with his buddy Togro, and they basically wipe out all the Tartars. Well, wipe out all the Tartar guys. A fighting age. Why that? Well, we're taking all the women and the kids to be brainwashed into being regular Mongols like the rest of us. Yeah. So there you go. So, there goes that. And so the Tartars are knocked over. They're gone, completely wiped out. But Jamuka's not done yet. He's still like, I didn't kill Temujin this time. I gotta kill him this time. <laughs> so, and he's like, whispering in Togokan's ear, like, this kid's gaining some power, he's got some friends, you really think he's going to be that nice to you a couple years down the line when he doesn't even need you? Well, I've still got power, but you're like old, dude, you're like pushing 60s at this point. Uh, that doesn't sound great. Um, Temujin, yeah, you're off my friends list, um, Jamuka's bestie now, and I'm declaring war on you. Temujin's like, you did not just do that. You did not just do that. And you'd expect Temujin to turn tail and hide. But the thing is, well, he's been doing a lot more than just building up his power. He's been practicing. Oh. Like, the thing is, like, so the thing is, like, the, you know, like, the Mongol system of warfare, you, like, get on a horse, shoot a bunch of arrows, hope the other guy's dead. Yeah. So, Temujin, right. so Temujin actually got that down to like a proper command structure and system with with a little bit of a code and all the officers are promoted based on merit so basically like there is no incompetent nobles there's just very competent fighters that have been practicing for years on end doing nothing but um, hunting and shooting arrows off the back of horses and figuring out proper battle tactics and that's kind of a problem because they're and because at this point the Mongols under Jeng under Temujin's command are basically hardened professionals. And when Jamuka and Dogro start fighting with them, they get their hand uh, their butts handed to them. Yeah. It does not go well at all. Yeah, well I mean I sure hope not. And if and, and the first time it's like doesn't go well and it's like uh, to and Togro's forced to flee. He dies in the he, he dies while Temujin's pursuing him. And also Temujin uh, takes a one look at Togro's sons and kills them all. And then he takes all Togro's Carolites and assimilates them into the Mongols. And then he shows up on Jemuka and well, you gotta run again, Jamuka. Wish we were still friends, though. Yeah. Yeah, those are better times than running off to the Naimans. Why the Naimans? Well, they're the next power up, and they might be the only guys that might give me a fighting a chance against you guys. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. So, Jamuka goes there, gathers the Naimans, and he fights Genghis again. It does not go well again. <laughs> and... Um, Jamuka tries to flee, but he gets captured this time. And Temujin's like, well, I've got a lot of baggage against you, old friend. Yeah, I noticed. 
I've been boiling your cat. I've been boiling my cats as alive, which all happen to be your guys. Ugh. Jeez, that's not great. What happened to our friendship days? Uh, you're always better than me, Jemujin. Oh, jeez. Oh, well. So... never understood it. Mm. Like, what a... Like, it's so... Like, it's not necessary. Like, you just leave it... Leave your envy at the door, please. Because it's not going to do any good for you or for anyone around you. Yeah. So... Uh, so Jamuka, so Jamuka's like, well, I'm captive. I did a lot of bad stuff for you. It's probably best if you kill me. And well, Jamuka snaps his back, and Jamuka's no more. Like literally, actually breaks the guy's back. Oh, oh, okay. I guess that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and now mm, Temujin's basically the Urus level six, and Temujin's basically undisputed con of Mongolian sex. Which means you've got a you've got a very big job and you've got a lot of angry mongols. <laughs> so, what are we going to do here? Well, we could start with pillaging China. Wait, why are we pillaging China? Well, they used to be best friends with the Tartars. The Tartars poisoned my dad. So, Let's pillage China. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> So, Cue the, movie Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. We're gonna Roll have to. Film. <laughs> we're, that's another story. We're going to have to rewind like six hundred years from that one. Oh, big move. Yeah. So the story goes that um, Timujin starts amassing troops at what is supposed to be the Great Wall. Supposed to be is the key word on that one. Because you see, one of the things about um. The Great Wall at this time um, uh, uh, in history, it's it's not in good shape. Oh, it's just kind of like, oh, that's a wall. Yeah, the thing is, like, so the wall is its own complicated history, and the, and it was built up by the first emperor the first time, and he was kind of a, a an idiot, and yeah, yeah. the wall was expensive, and people had trouble keeping it up, and over thousands upon thousands of years of... Um, China switching dynasties eventually found out that wall was expensive. Let's, let's just not really do it that much anymore. Yeah, let's so, just ignore that it's there. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> Mongols aren't going to do anything. Right? Cue the Mongols doing things. Cue the Mongols doing things. <laughs> yeah. Mongols so, are like, we're going to. So Temujin goes. Wall and, oh, the wall kind of sucks. So they start pillaging things, and the Jin are like, um, red alert, we need an army. So they, well, they first tried to get a messenger to buy, they first tried to send a messenger to buy off Temujin, or Genghis as he's now called. Genghis also means universal, so oh. he's really going to go universal. So the messenger runs over to the Mongols to try to parlay, and... Temujin's like, I'm, and Genghis is like, I'm not having any of that. They killed my dad. And you're just like, what? No, do you not understand what means? I actually, and the messenger's like, yeah, I actually kind of do. Um, actually, I've been hearing something, yeah. 
guys based on how good they are at just doing the stuff regardless of their rank, right? Yeah. Can I, um, be your messenger? <laughs> and wow. Genghis is like, well, I mean, like, I do have a job opening. <laughs> I think Genghis is like, skillately, like, shoots the, <laughs> the former messenger. Well, we do have an opening. What do you know? Oh, well, Come on in. well, I mean, there's multiple openings for messenger regardless, but oh well. So, anyways, Genghis gets that. Genghis also has some weird ways to get people hired as things. <laughs> like, one time when he was actually, like, fighting him to become Great Khan, he, had, he actually had his horse shot out from under him in battle and nearly died. And then when he wins the battle later, he finds the guy who shot him. And shot his horse down it. It's like, so, um, did you do it? Yeah, I did it. Because while I was in service of my con. Yeah, you're good at that. Yeah, thanks. You're gonna be my general. Wait, what? <laughs> you know what? That's how I do it. I'd be like, you know what? You may have just tried to kill me, but you're pretty darn, gosh, darn good at what you do. So, you I'm, know, whatever. If you uh, want a job, you know. Just be my general. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Jeb and that's, and, and, and that's his general Jeep or whatever. Something like that. I forget how it's pronounced. Mongols are weird. Mongols are weird. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> Some good things. So, Genghis marches down through China, pillaging it left and right. And the Jin are panicking, and they send another army to, and they send an army to take it out. The problem is that army's full of mercenaries. And the Mer and Temujin's like, hey, could I pay you back in, Chi in a number of Chinese cities pillaged? The Chinese may be paying me, but I can pay you more. <laughs> Just the mercenaries then just jump ship. So they do that. Note to to self: if you ever need something done, just make sure you're richer than the person that you're uh, buying. Yeah, <laughs> that, that you're trying to kill. You're trying to kill. Yeah, if you're gonna pay someone to kill someone, just make sure that you're the richer one. <laughs> so yeah, do that. And anyway, so does so the mercenary army and the Mongols sack more cities, and they show up at the Jin capital of Kaifeng. And the thing is, all the no wait, it's not Kaifeng yet. It's Beijing actually. My bad. No, it's not called Beijing yet. It's called Zhongdu, but that's a different story. Oh, okay. So. But the thing is, like, this um, this city's been heavily fortified, and everything is, like, yeah, um, that's a problem. I still need to take that city. Um, and then he's, uh, and then he checks his, cap and then Temujin checks his captured list. Bunch of Chinese siege engineers. Wait, who told, when, when did I get those guys? Um, you got them in a couple previous conquests, including those Chinese cities you pillaged, and, um, those Tengoots that you pillaged over there. Uh, oh, wait, I did? Awesome. Um, give them jobs, I, I'm gonna level the city soon. <laughs> and then he gets the city, on, and he gets, uh, Zhongdu under siege. That's, that's the whole mood. Like, oh, where did we get these people? Oh, you know, we, we, we got them from a, a couple cities back. Give them a job <laughs> because I need this because I've got a city to burn. 
I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, usual terms are basically like surrender to me and we won't pillage you. But the thing is, like, the Chinese kind of view all Mongols as lesser, so they're not going to surrender most of the time. So naturally, Temujin takes the city and burns it to the ground. He also did this to another group, the Tanguts. That was before he decided to take on the Jin Dynasty. Just kind of take them out as another extension of your power. And, well, I mean, the Tanguts aren't completely gone, but they are very much broken. Yeah, they're, they're on their way out. Yeah, they're basically Mongol vassals and kind of just have to get in on this uh, campaign against the Jin Empire because the Mongols are telling them to. And we'll have to, if we don't, we'll sack your cities and kill you. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, let's, uh, let's sleep away there. So, so they, so they do that, and they surround the city of Zhongdu, and they're putting it under siege, and eventually they breach the walls, and they move in, and, well, they're asking, like, where's the emperor? Um, the emperor fled south. Well, that's just great. Well, I mean, the city didn't surrender to me. So, is anybody going to mind if we pillage it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we just spent a bunch of months besieging it, and your guys are probably pretty low on food, and lost a couple guys, so... Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, so like, they well, might as well just uh, siege it while we're here. A sack of... A, a yeah, sack of... So they yeah. sack it to a bloody pulp. But but they're not able to finish off the Jin Chinese yet because they've actually got other problems. You see, the thing is, they've got a couple bruises, left, a couple <laughs> open wounds left over from their wars with the Naimans that were working with Jamuka way back. You see, the Naimans had a chieftain named Kuchlu that actually fled west when the Naimans uh, got their butts kicked. And he took over a Khanate nearby. That's known as the Karakitai Khanate. That's, that's been there for a while. It's a pretty big power in the region. It's semi-important. And Genghis is like, well, this guy hates me. He's got a hold of a new Khanate. That's probably not a good thing, right? And he checks, hey, um, Kuchlu, will you surrender to me and be my ally? And Kuchlu's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, I'm resisting, because I know how you are, Genghis. Because what will happen if I even slightly step out of line, you'll kill me. Well, then don't step out of line, dummy. Yeah, just don't. And so, so he, so, um, so Genghis, so like Genghis Khan decides to actually hold down the front a little bit in China, but he sends two of his generals to take care of the Karakitai Khan and led by Kuchlu. And it takes them a little bit, but they basically ransack the whole place. Get every... Ransack <laughs> the cities, kill Kuchlug, do all the fun stuff. So they do that, and... Well, so they do that while, while Genghis is holding down the front in China, and they... And they, and they come across something new. Well, what's that? We're bordering Persia now. Ooh, you know what that means? What's it? Uh, what's it? The Mongols? We get to monopolize trade. Oh no! You see, oh, no. we've been you see we've been sacking a bunch of cities along this Silk Road. Oh oh, we have a bunch of cities. Well, now we have those cities. We can just rebuild them later. 
and we can have a con have control over a bunch of the Silk Roads. We just need some friendly relations with countries to allow our merchants pass through. Because I don't want to conquer everyone. I might have liked to eventually, but that's a right now. That's a very long laundry list. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the plan there? Well, there's the Persian Empire, the Porzimids, and uh, I'm going to send an ambassador there. And I'm going to say hi. Um, my name is Genghis. Um, Want to be friends? And you think this would be a pretty sweet deal? Yeah. The Porzimids don't hate them. <clears throat> and, yeah, so the thing is, like, how do they not take it? Well, they're, well, the first city that uh, the Mongol diplomat arrives in is, like, over there in the north. I'm forgetting its name right now at the moment. Fair enough. And, and the local governor is there is like, who are you guys? We're from uh, Genghis Khan. He's the new Khan of the Mongols. They've just landslided China and and turned the car key tie your new and your old neighbors into bush. So hey, wanna be friends? Um I'm not gonna do that. In fact I'm gonna steal all your stuff and then send you back home. So they do that to the ambassador. The ambassador is sent back home, a little salty. Yeah, and I mean, at least they send the ambassador back home. And Genghis is like, well that's not great. But that was a provincial governor. Maybe if I get to like the actual Shah of Persia, I'll get somewhere. Because the Shah is like the king. So yeah, that's probably a good way to go. So he does this again. But the Shah is like to the uh, provincial governor that just did the disgracing. Um, yeah, I don't want the Mongols as friends, so treat them as nastily as you can. How do you not want the Mongols as friends? I mean, like, look what they did to China. That's exactly why you want them as friends. <laughs> like, you're like, yes, please, be my friend. I will be super nice to you so you like me and won't kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. So... What? So what? So... The caravan that Genghis sent as his first form of embassy um, gets robbed. The ambassador is um, tortured and shaved. Sent back home. Yeah, this isn't great. This is this is not good stuff. Okay, I think the shaved bit is kind of what's throwing me off. Well, the thing is, the shaving thing is actually kind of a disgrace for was kind of a disgrace for the Mongols at the time. Like Genghis has a pretty big beard, and the thing was like they they got off all the hairs. Wow! Like that. Is... Well, like all the beard hairs. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. Like... So they, so they, so they, so they send off. So they send the ambassador back home with no beard and no, and all the cargo taken without any payment. And it's like, no, that's rude. just not. No, that's just rude. It's and Genghis so is like, well, nobody messes with Genghis Khan like that. And he calls up all his generals, and we're like, and he's like, we've got an empire to destroy yeah, over we're there in Persia. And everybody's like. Well, I was wondering when that was going to come around. <laughs> and so, uh, Genghis, ra uh, Genghis rallies up an army, and 
and he starts and he starts pillaging and starts pillaging some early parts of the countryside. How old is James at this point? Uh, good question. I think he's pushing like forties. Forties, fifties, somewhere in there. Let me see. Eleven sixties. He hits the. It hits the pours and it's over the head around twelve ten ish. No, twelve ten ish, twelve seventeen ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. So yeah, that's when he's doing it. So he, so he sends in his army and they're first making some early pillage runs. They don't really sack too much, and that gives the Persians a bit of overconfidence because they're like, wait, you beat up China and this is what you're gonna do to me? This is lame. I can do this all day. And Chem and uh, and Chemus is like, this isn't even my final formula. <laughs> so then the, he does a little gutsy thing. He crosses an impassable desert with a super big army and shows up right in front of the Persian capital of Samarkand and says, "Hello, you guys are gonna die now unless you surrender." Be my friend or die. Wait, what happened there? And wait, where's my provincial governor? Oh yeah, about that. Um, what'd you do to him? Here's his body. What'd you What'd you do to him? I poured silver down his throat. Oh, that's that's horrible. But what a brutal way to go. That's so metal. Literally <laughs> metal. Yeah. Wow. You want my silver? You want my silver provincial governor? Yeah, I do. Well, here it is, shoved down your freaking throat. And let's just say it was coming in hot. <laughs> and melted. <laughs> so, um, the, the Persian Shah's like, This is bad? I'm just gonna run. So he does that. And, and uh, Genghis sacks Samarkand to a bloody pulp. Because that's what Mongols do when you don't surrender. So he, he sacks, and then he sends, and then he, and then he sends his, and then he sends his armies after the Shah of Persia. And well, eventually they find the Shah of Persia and kill him, but that's not the end of uh, this uh, the Persian Empire here. Well, because the Shah's kids survive. He's going to run off, and he's going to be a little bit of a problem later. But that's later, because, well, Genghis is supposed to be dead before that. Huh. So now with, basically, you're in control of the Silk Roads, you've utterly ruined China. But, well, Genghis has the last bit of scores to settle. No, it's around the 12... Oh, yeah, there's still the 1220s thing, so I... The thing is, like, in the 1220s, Genghis is realizing, I'm getting a bit old. And I need to figure out, like, what I'm going to do with my empire, because I don't want to see it go to crap now, because this is the best thing I've set up for the Mongols, like, and ever. So what am I going to do? Um, kids, I need to figure out my inheritance stuff. And, yes, I met multiple kids. Well, yes, Genghis has had, had a lot of wives, but he's been mostly, um... Letting his kids from Forte actually inherit the big stuff. So there, that's what they're going to do. And he has four sons from that line. 
and that's going to be Jochi, Chagatai, Ogade, and Toli. And, and, and the thing is, while Jochi kind of, Jochi is the oldest, which means he should be in charge, but the thing is, everybody's questioning his legitimacy because he was born during the time when uh, Porte was being kidnapped. Yeah. So, yeah. That was... I mean, that was an awkward conversation. Yeah. You're like, well, son, you're kind of a little adopted. Um, little. and, uh, and Chagatai is the second oldest son, and he's like, well, then line of succession should go down to me, because Jochi is not the kid, uh, Jochi is not your son. Hold on a minute. This is not a great argument I want to have between my kids. I don't want to argue over who gets what. Don't argue over this until I'm dead. Got it? Don't even argue over that when I'm dead, okay, people? And no, actually, on top of that, because Chaga and Chagatai, because you're fighting over who's succeeding, on you're not getting the empire either. Well, I mean, like you're getting your own small little kingdom because I'm still daddy, but still, no, don't do that. And. But he's noticing something like, Ogadei's just been sitting back uh, back in the negotiation room, chilling, not arguing, just maybe taking a little bit of wine. Just existing. And he's like, and and uh, Ogadei's like, I mean, like, I've been running around. I'm still there. And Jenkins is like, do you promise not to argue with anybody over who gets the stuff? Yep. Um, congratulations. No, it's a slight bit of a lie, but that's another podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Seriously, that's going to be the meme of this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, what's happening here? Um, yeah, so, um, Ogede is in charge now. Well, Ogede is going to be in charge when I kick the bucket in, I think. Um, Jochi, you're going to get uh, Russia. Well, not exactly Russia. Not all of it yet, but I've conquered a huge chunk of it. That's more is going to come later. And Chagatai, um, you're going to get this little part of my empire. We're going to call that the Chagatai Khanate, named after you. Um, Ogade, your your official territory is going to be your official territory is going to be everyone's because you're the great Khan. But your like main home turf is going to be um, whatever I left in China. And, which is a lot of mess. And, um, totally, my youngest, um, you're getting the home pastures in Mongolia. And some of my best soldiers. That's going to be important for a later podcast. Okay. And, so the whole thing is, with that in mind, that he, 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 that's how he's going to leave the empire to his kids. Also, I have a bunch of daughters that are totally going to help you guys out in the administration later, so keep that going. Because, hey, my mother's important in my life, and so is my wife, because they all taught me how to live, so good stuff. So, now I've got to solve some other old scores, because I went to war with Persia, and one of my allies did not show up on time for that party. In fact, didn't show up at all. 
and the and the Tanguts over in like over in like modern day Western China, known as the Xia Dynasty, are like, is that supposed to be me? Yes, it's you. They were like, we kind of ran out of some guys fighting in, in Jing China, and uh, we just didn't want to show up. And Genghis is like, that's not a rule in my friend group. You either show up to a campaign or you get sacked. And Jin's like, oh, and the Xiao's like, oh, great, this again. So, Genghis uh, runs through the Xiao Dynasty and absolutely wrecks them again. And the Xiao Dynasty just gets wrecked again and again, loses battle after battle, gets city after city sacked, until, well, Gen <laughs> Genghis shows up to the capital and bursts open the gates and kills everyone, including the entire Xiao royal family. So, yeah, Tanguts are not coming back. <laughs> They are not coming back again. They have been brutally sacked. Yeah. So that's the end. But the thing is, like, Genghis is still getting old and his health is failing. And not too long after he sacks the Xia dynasty, he goes on a little bit of a hunting trip. Don't worry, it's not he's going to be killed by anyone. Uh, he falls off his horse. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, the fall doesn't kill him. Oh. But it does cripple him and basically make way for the eventual. Yeah, okay, so it, it definitely leads to his death. So, yeah, he dies and he leaves his empire to his kids. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah, that's one of the things about history. Leaving your empire to your kids never goes well. Don't do it. Don't give it to your best friend. Don't give it to your kids. Because <laughs> your best friend will screw it up. Kids are going to fight over it. <laughs> Just give it to someone who's, like, smart and okay that isn't actively going to, like, undo everything that you just did. Like, it's nice that you love the people in your life, but you gotta pick someone that you don't love, because if you do, then you're gonna end up being like, that was a dumb decision. Why did I like you? You're awful. Yep. And the, and every, and Genghis, and Genghis Khan dies, and everybody comes in to split up the inheritance. So, Ogude gets his stuff, Changatai gets his stuff, Tony gets his stuff, but notice that Jochi didn't get his stuff. Why? Well, about that, Jochi's actually been dead for a year. Oh, why? What happened to him? Actually, nobody really knows. Some say poison. Oh. Alright. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, no. Doesn't sound that great. Wait, so then where does his stuff go? To his kids. Because, well, they're old enough to have gotten around a couple times, and everybody has their own kids, so yeah, that's going to be important later. Because, naturally, when you split your empire between your kids, your, your kids are going to split their empire amongst their kids, and it's going to get smaller all the way time yeah. later. But, and then everyone's going to be fighting each other. 
and not spending time building the Mongol Empire and keeping it strong. Yeah. Ugh. You never, never, you never fight your own and you never fight like other people within the empire because then that's just gonna weaken the empire because then everyone hates each other so no one's gonna cooperate and then no one's paying attention to I don't know other Persia. <laughs> well, Persia <laughs> is semi half existent at this point. Okay, well then that, like, in, is it the Turks then? Um. Actually, yeah, it is kind of the Turks. <laughs> well, it's a bit more complicated than that, but that's another podcast. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So, yeah, so that's life with Genghis Khan, and I that's was... where I decided to begin with this whole history of the Mongols podcast. Oh, my. Yeah, that's, so, I mean... So, naturally, um, later I'm going to upload this to my YouTube channel, follow it, Sam J. Morgenstern, all the good stuff, where you'll be learning some history. Heck yeah! I'm, most, I'm mostly a specialist in Mongol history and stuff, but I mean, like, I've gone a couple places, and currently I'm covering China. Alright, <laughs> so, Mongols. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Good one, good Thanks. one. Thanks. So, yeah... So, follow my YouTube channel at Samwise J. Morgenstern. Um, uh, also, Robin's on online sometimes. Um, if you ever find like anything related to BizJubi. BizJubi. It's B-I-Z-J-U-B-E. And sometimes there's an 811 after it. Um, and yeah, that's me. Yeah, she does some art stuff. She's also just hella crazy and wonderful. I'm insane. I do art. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the drag. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know how one can just simply forget about the drag. Don't ask. It's yeah. probably the Chinese government and, uh, government and me trying to censor oh, the good stuff. Yeah, no. The Chinese <laughs> apparently say that I don't exist. So yes, I, I don't exist in China. But you know what did exist in China? The Mongolians. <laughs> Make almost the same joke twice, just a little bit different, so it's still a little funny. Indeed. <laughs> so anyways, um, hope you enjoyed the Mongols podcast, and um, next time, whenever we get together on this, um, we'll be discussing how the heck did Genghis's kids all screw this oh, up. Oh, so it's like, yeah, what happened after Genghis Khan? A lot of things. Lot Mo of things. Mostly not good things. The invention of the Apple. Computer. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one yeah uh, um yeah yeah and also um yeah and in the meantime i if you're wondering where i got all this info from i i read john mann's uh genghis khan on life death and resurrection really good book highly recommend it um i'll post a link to amazon at least in the youtube version of this whenever i upload it heck yeah so yeah, good stuff. Read that book. It's good. I'll... It's good stuff. I love it. Read the book so the people around you don't have to. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's pretty much why. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yep, that, that's the Mongols. The Mongols. Do -do -do -do. So this has been the Mongols Podcast with Robin and Janusz. Bye.